0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please, watch your children. And now, let the show begin. You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms. Put on your hammer pants. Slip on your power glove and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation.
1: I am the terror the flaps in the night.
0: Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more.
2: It's time
0: for Saturday Morning Rewind.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. I am your host, Tim Nightdale. Please, please follow me on Twitter. It's at SaturdayRewind.
3: And I'm your co-host Gary Lane, and like seriously, please do follow me on Twitter. I'm I'm severely lacking followers, and I really want uh, to get some people listening to the things I say. And you can find me at smrgary on Twitter. That's a little desperate, isn't it? Well, I'm a little desperate. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know what it is. It just seems like no matter what, uh, the only people who add me are are robots and spam, (laughs) and uh, then then they go away. So I'm, I'm even losing my fake friends. Oh, that's so sad, Gary. Not that I use it that much.
2: That's no, funny. I don't either. That's why we don't get as many followers as we should because, <laughs> I I don't know, Twitter is just so limited in what people see and what we can post. And I, still I know. I start to it. type out something and I'm like, oh,
3: only 140 characters? I'll just go to
2: Facebook. Yeah, and seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. speaking of Facebook, find us on Facebook. Just type in Saturday Morning Rewind. Of course, follow us online at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. There you go. Yeah. All the listening points. Yep. And uh, I do want to remind you guys that coming up on July 17th, it's a Sunday, in Hollywood, California, there's a, a huge, huge, huge event. Uh, it's like the first time ever this is happening. It's called Voice Actors Rock. It's a charity concert event where voice actors, they rock out. Yep. So um, where are you are also going to see people like Jess Harnell, Jim Cummings on the same stage? Not same. I'm not sure if they're going to be on the same time. They might be at some point. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be on stage singing. I mean, Jim Cummings, Darkwing Duck. I guarantee he'll do some kind of Darkwing Duck thing. At least Ray from Princess and the Frog. <laughs> that'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, that'd be super cool. And Jess Harnell, his his band uh, Rock Sugar is going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be hosted by James Arnold Taylor. Um, yep. It's going to be with Tom Kenny also. I mean, SpongeBob <laughs> on stage singing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the best day ever, right?
3: <laughs> it's the best day. Yes. <laughs> E.G. Yes. EG
2: Daly, Troy Baker, Jim Cummings, of course, uh, Debbie mm-hmm. Derryberry, and Robbie Rist are all going to be there singing on stage. You do not want to miss this. It's at the Whiskey A Go-Go, Sunday, July 17th. And if you go to their website, voiceactorsrock.org, and you go to buy your tickets, use the promo code SATURDAY20. That's SATURDAY20, all one word, and you get $20 off of your ticket. I mean, That's a steal. You do mm-hmm. not want to miss it. Hey, we're going to be there. Gary and I are going to be there, so it'd be great to see you guys hang out with you guys. Maybe even have a drink or two with you guys. I can't buy you a drink because i do not that much money, but right. <laughs> it'd be cool to hang out.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And we will probably, you know, plug for this one more time because we'll have an episode most likely coming out two days before that. Um, yep. Unless we release one on the first, I'm not sure what we're going to be doing in the next month, but um, at the very least, we'll have two more episodes where we talk about this, and uh, we will. Keep everyone updated if anything changes, but I think it's
2: going to be a great oh, time. Oh man, this is, I'm looking so forward to this thing, man. This is, Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say about it, but wow. And this is put on by
3: uh, our friends over at voicechasers.com, so definitely go check out their website Oh too. yeah, for sure.
2: So yeah, voiceactorsrock.org, Saturday 2 just one word, get $20 off. And hopefully we'll see you guys there. Please let us know if you're, you're going, because I would love to look out for you guys in the audience
3: hmm And actually, I guess I guess there. Uh, it's also worth saying that there is going to be a VIP package as well, which costs a little bit more, but you get a meet-and-greet with several of the – well, pretty much with everyone who's going to be performing that night, I think, uh, beforehand. So uh, you might want to think about that, too, if you want
2: to meet Jim Cummings and Tom Kenny and all of those great artists. And we're going we're to be talking wait. about this. I, we're going to have like a special episode just about what happens mm-hmm. at the concert. We we'll probably want to get back. All right, just like yep. We get back and we'll sit down, talk about it, and I already got the okay to record some audio from the event. Yes. So we'll be playing some audio of them singing, but hopefully mm-hmm. you don't have to hear the audio. Hopefully you'll be there to hear it yourself. That's right. So, this yeah. is a once-in-a-lifetime event unless it
3: is super successful, at which point it might become multiple times in one lifetime, but you know... It's only successful through the help of you know people yeah. actually going to this thing. So And then please, if,
2: if they do keep doing this every year, annual thing, you can say you went to the very first one.
3: That's true. That's true. Think about how many people claim they got to go to the first Woodstock. I mean, uh, most of them yeah. are lying, but think about <laughs> or it. Or
2: most of them are there though and don't remember. <laughs> yeah, too.
3: <laughs> that's right. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this big time. Oh, yeah.
2: And then the day after that, we go to Disneyland, of course. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll talk school. about that too on the same episode because it's gonna be a lot of cool things going on. Yep. So yeah, speaking of cool things, make sure to tune in next month, July first. I'll be releasing a new interview episode where I interview the one and only Kevin Conroy, Batman himself. Woohoo. And th- let me just tell you, this is a super, super good interview. I'm not i I'm not just saying it because I did it. I would say <laughs> that anyways if I did it, but uh I'm I really mean this is a really cool interview. And uh, you do not want to miss out July 1st. I
3: Very mean, we, cool. We, I'm,
2: I'm looking forward to hearing that one myself. As a teaser, we talk about Robin Williams for about 10 minutes because he was roommates with Robin Williams at Juilliard. Mm. So we talk about him for a good amount of time, and it's amazing. Things that I didn't even know. Things that other people didn't even know. That sounds exciting. All right. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about our favorite cartoons released in 1987. We'll do a little countdown there. We're also going to be talking about McDonald's Kids Meals. Yes, McDonald's kids meals. A little different from what we usually talk about, but our show is about your childhood, mm-hmm. and I don't know what kind of childhood everybody else had, but me and Gary, we had McDonald's kids meals. <laughs> That's true. You can tell. I, mean, by-
3: I had kids meals from everywhere, but I think McDonald's yeah. put out the most consistent.
2: Yeah. And you can you can tell I enjoyed it, but if you look at pictures of me as a kid, <laughs> right? I'm still trying to shake off some of the that weight. <laughs> And then, of course, we're going to end the show with a cool little game show we started last month, where we are playing cartoon intros for five seconds, and we have to guess which intro it is, but the song is reversed. Yes. It's not as easy as you think. Trust me. Listen back to last month if you haven't heard that one, because it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Although, I'm, I don't mean to say anything, but I'm, I have three points, and Gary has one point. <laughs> Just saying. No, you, you've only got two points, right? I, I am- thought you got one of them wrong. Nope. I got all three right. Oh. Oh. Rats. I know. <laughs> so yeah to an end, maybe Gary is going to catch up because we're going to tally all the points up at the end of a, a, a year so next probably beginning of July we'll tally the points up and whoever's a winner um, receives a free um, dole whip float from Disneyland and if you don't know if you've never had one before trust me this is like winning gold <laughs> <laughs> pretty much is yeah it's amazing and I cannot wait to eat my free dole whip float <laughs> and or yeah <laughs> so yeah anyways
3: maybe we'll tie wouldn't that be great you are
0: listening to saturday morning rewind Tim and Gary. Hey there, citizen. Darkwing Duck here. Reminding you that you're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. But you
2: knew that. All right. So, we'll just go ahead and start talking about 1987. A little segment we started last year where we go year by year and list our favorite two or three, depending how many there were, Mm -hmm. um, cartoons that were actually released that year. And, uh... 87's a hard one. There's a lot of good ones.
3: Yeah. It was it was it was a tough year and I mean I wound up with several honorable mentions but it's kind of hard because I don't want
2: to pick the same shows you do. Yeah. And I think we're going to start doing that a lot here. <laughs> well, we only have In a the, couple more episodes left after this one of doing this and then we'll do a different countdown and then probably go into 90s at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So, but here's a little theme song for this countdown. It's the final cartoon. Countdown. All right, 87. Gary, 87. How, many, how many do you have? You said two. I have two. Okay, I have three as usual, so I'll <laughs> go first with my third pick. Okay. If you don't mind. Go right ahead.
1: Come dream with me tonight. Let's go to fire up places and search for treasures bright
2: tonight Let's the adventures tonight. of teddy ruxpin released in 1987 and only ran to 1988 honestly i thought it was much longer than that mm. wow doesn't seem like it was that short-lived no but anyways adventure teddy ruxpin i love this cartoon i actually remember waking up early early in the mornings and uh, my parents i think i talked about this before my parents they were already at work in the mornings. My brother and I got ourselves up, we got our own cereal, we got dressed, and then I'd have at least an hour to watch cartoons before we walked to school, Mm -hmm. and one of the cartoons I would always watch was Teddy Ruxpin. Yes. And the other one was Woody Woodpecker. Oh, yeah. Those are the two. Or sometimes Gumby was on, too. Right. So it was one of those three that was always on in the mornings at, like, 7 or 6.30 in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah. I love this cartoon. And, uh, of course, it it follows adventures of Teddy Ruxpin and his best friend, Grubby, who Mm -hmm. uh, Phil Barron was the voice of Teddy Ruxpin, and Will Ryan, the voice of Grubby, two people that we actually met last summer at the uh, event in Hollywood that Katie Lee took us to. And they were actually both
3: a part of a band uh, called Willio and Filio, who released one album that is quite good, but has never really been given the proper CD treatment, which is a
2: shame. That'd be so cool to hear. (laughs) Yeah. So the the creator of Teddy Ruxpin, do you know much about him, Gary? Uh, not, not off the top of my head, no. It's really interesting. I was looking it up. Um, his name was Ken Forsay. He's actually a former Disney Imagineer. Hmm. I did. I I looked to see what he did. I could not find a single thing. But I guarantee it has something to do with animatronics. It had to. Right. Because he actually created the the doll first, and then the show. Yeah, that makes sense. And, um, that doll sold more than 8 million units just in a few years. And it's like, what, like 70 bucks. I think I remember it being (laughs) not cheap. No. I mean, I got it cheaper now off eBay than it did back then, which is rare. Mine still works too. Right. Well, I mean, to think that, you know, on this, around the same
3: time, Super Mario brothers three was going for, well, you know, give or take a couple years was going for 70 bucks also. Yeah. Oh man. That's right. It's kind of crazy to think of price points back then and how high they actually were.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Nintendo, you're right, games are actually cost the same Mm -hmm. nowadays than they did back in the 80s. And in a lot of times they're cheaper for like uh, 3DS and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, even the consoles, I remember paying 200 bucks for my Nintendo 64 when I was in high school. Yeah, yep. And so things have not changed too much, so that's actually kind of nice. Mm Mm-hmm, agreed. Inflation
3: has not uh, corrupted the industry completely. Yeah, I
2: guess. yeah, yeah. So Ken say <laughs> he passed away just a couple of years ago in 2014. Um, but he actually worked on some movies too. He did. He worked on Conan the Barbarian, Star yeah. Wars, and the Last Starfighter. Really? Yeah. I don't know what he did there either, but something with puppets, I'm sure. Wow, that's that's neat. So yeah, that's my pick. That's my third pick for
3: 1987. Okay. Well, um, I picked uh a cartoon uh so i picked up a cartoon that was sort of a spin-off of a cartoon that had existed beforehand uh and that is mighty mouse the new adventures oh, nice. um did did you pick this
2: one no it's it's in my honorable mentions though
3: okay yeah <laughs> i really like this show and and i feel like it's sort of forgotten but it is uh, I think it can be credited for creating a whole lot more than just the show itself because of how many people were involved with this show, including uh, John Crickfalusi. I'm probably saying his name wrong, but the creator of Ren and Stimpy, mm. Bruce Tim, uh, Jim Reardon, Tom Minton, and just a whole bunch of other people uh, who have gone on to work for Disney and Tiny Toons and Animaniacs and so many other things. Uh, you know, they were just writers and animators uh for this show which was created by and this is where it gets kind of strange (laughs) it was created by ralph bakshi who uh, is famous for movies like heavy traffic and fritz the cat things like that that are not at all kids themed yeah but uh he did a great turn with this uh reboot i think
2: nice yeah i i was a fan of the original too because my dad he loved mighty mouse Mm-hmm. And so I remember watching both with him, the, this version and the original.
3: Yeah, th- this version was very different, but you know, to watch it now, I think it looks pretty high budget considering the time that it ran. Agreed. But that's pretty much it for my first one.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, my second pick. I'll just code and play the audio. Here's my second favorite cartoon release in 1987.
0: All right, who's gonna clean up this mess? Where'd these metal maniacs come from? Where do you think, Michelangelo?
1: Trademark,
0: Baxter Stockman Inventions. What kind of idiot puts his name on a death machine? An idiot with an
3: ego problem?
0: I don't know who Baxter Stockman is, but I can practically smell the shredder behind all this.
3: Oh, great! The guy we haven't seen a sign of all
0: day! We must find this Baxter Stockman first, and through him, find the
2: shredder. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a show that ran for 10 crazy seasons. That's a long time. Yeah, I think I've heard of this show.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's
2: vaguely familiar.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it actually at the time that it ended, it was the longest running animated series, yep. American animated series, uh, and then it got beat by The Simpsons two years later. Yep, <laughs> and The Simpsons still has it. Yep, big time. And hopefully we'll but have according, it for a long time. According longer. to the internet, I mean, I feel like some shows... I
2: feel like some shows ran longer, but maybe not. (laughs) It's always tricky when it comes to what counts as a continuous run. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to say. Yeah. I just want to put a disclaimer on that fact. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not totally sure that it's accurate. I'm pretty positive that one's accurate. I can't think of anything else cartoon-wise. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Turtles ran for 10 years, 87 to 1988. I'm sorry, no, not 88. I was thinking of Teddy Ruxpin. (laughs) <laughs> wow that's, that's 10 years there, <laughs> That's good 10 years right there
3: <laughs> Yeah I love this show, I still do to this day I mean, I
2: think it's, it's a little dated to watch it now, but it's yeah. still fun I do agree, I do agree It's uh, Even my kids make fun of it Yeah <laughs> and it's, I mean, they make fun of a lot of things too, a lot of good shows that. I mean, they don't like He-Man, they make fun of He-Man and all and that kind of stuff, but right. they do make fun of Turtles too, but they do enjoy it at the same time Mm-hmm yeah i I think you know
3: they got a they threw together a great cast on this show yeah and one thing that i found that i thought was kind of funny is that uh whenever they originally created the show the producers wanted like a a darker tone sort of more like the comic books but the voice uh the voice actors wouldn't behave
2: yep 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 (laughs)
3: so they wound up playing up the uh comedic sides of their characters more as time went on it wouldn't have lasted as long if they went darker no, I don't think so. I don't think so. And you can't get personalities like Cam Clark yeah. and Rob
2: Paulson into a room and expect them to behave. And speaking of uh Townsend Coleman, the voice of Michelangelo mm. and Cam Clark, the voice of Leonardo, they are both up for the role of Michelangelo. Mm. And it was up to the last second, like literally the last second, when they decided that Townsend was gonna be Michelangelo. Wow. Only because they told both of them that they're gonna do one um recording. Like actually, we're going to do two all together. The first one's going to be with Townsend doing Michelangelo and Cam doing Leonardo. And after that recording, they're going to go back and, re- and flip it. Huh. But after they did that first recording, they either liked it so much or there was drama behind it to where they didn't have time to record a second session. Hmm. And that's how Townsend became Michelangelo. That's
3: funny. I think I think Townsend is a great Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The weird thing for me is... Having um, uh, met Cam Clark in the past, he is so boisterous and exaggerated and loud and funny, and he plays the straight turtle. Yeah, that's like, why
2: I was watching a, a behind-the-scenes thing recently, and uh, he says he did he enjoyed Leonardo, but that's why he wanted Michelangelo because he can be fun. Yeah, like he didn't want to keep telling the team, "Hey, let's go do this," you know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> he wanted to do right. the, the goofy part,
1: Mm-hmm. But, which. Uh,
2: Cam also voiced which one was it? Bebop or Rocksteady? Um, It was not Bebop. It would have been Rocksteady then.
3: Yeah, I I um, think
2: because Barry was was Bebop. That's right. Yeah,
3: yeah. So I mean, well, I mean, regardless of who uh, they voiced as the Turtles, they got they all got to voice multiple characters on the show because there was a lot of
2: oh yeah uh, repeating in that show. And did you know that in beginning of season four, they had to start phasing away Michelangelo's nunchucks? Really? Because of other countries, um, I guess it was too violent for them. Hmm. And because it was associated with ninjas, and that's why the show wasn't called Ninja Turtles in almost every other country. It was, um, what was it, uh, Hero Turtles. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because
2: ninjas, ninjas were associated with violence. Hmm. And so if you watch beginning around season four, season five, you don't see nunchucks as much. And then up until the end, I think you don't see it at all. Wow. That's wild. I, you know, I think I've seen
3: the first three seasons more than I've seen any of the later seasons, but
2: I never even realized that. Yep. That's crazy. That is pretty cool. I have also wondered why they were called hero turtles. I thought it was because maybe other countries don't know what ninjas are. Mm-hmm. That's what my it, theory was. Yeah, that's that's very possible.
3: Um uh countries who don't get Jackie Chan films yep. uh would never know, right? Countries I don't want to live in, that's for sure. You don't get Jackie Chan <laughs> films. Right. Actually I'm I'm thinking back. I might have just made a, a bold statement there. I don't I can't think of any Jackie Chan movies off the top of my head that actually have ninjas. <laughs> but it is the art of ninjutsu. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> um so anyways i uh I don't think we can talk about this show without talking about how impactful and lasting uh the theme song is, and I just even still to this day whenever I hear the i can't even begin to imitate it, but just the sound at the very the beginning of the song the like the yeah and uh I love that so much, and it puts me in such like a, a euphoric state for sixty seconds and uh I think it's really interesting to note that the song was written. Uh, it was originally supposed to be recorded by the band, the turtles. Oh, wow. Um, but they never got around to it for whatever reason, because nobody believed this show was going to matter. Yeah. The voice cast didn't even think the show was going to matter. Um, you know, they thought it was going to be a one and done thing, but they wanted to do it because, uh, for Rob, I know he said that his kid, uh, liked the comic books. Um, so, but he, 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 I remember him saying that he never thought the show would take off for last. Yeah. but then it did. But the theme song was originally written by uh, Dennis C. Brown and Chuck Lorre, who oh. is now like a famous television producer. You know, he's the guy who created uh, two and a half men, Dharma and Greg and big bang theory.
2: So he actually did something good in his career then. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, can't argue with that. That'd be one of the best intros of all time. Yeah, I know.
3: It's great. And sometimes whenever I do acoustic gigs, uh I'll play that. And uh people just it gets a rise out of people for sure.
2: And what do you have for your next cartoon pick?
3: Alright, my next cartoon pick is
2: only one man is tough enough to stop the evil outlaw
0: Tex Hex. He's Brave Star.
1: You're a busted Tex Hex. My laser fire backpack makes me unstoppable. Your are history, Brave Star. Never. Think you're tough enough, for my neutral laser cannon? Watch this. Ah! What happened? Laser fire.
0: Neutral Laser, Laser Fire, Brave Star, and Tex Hex. Each sold separately, batteries not included. You from Mattel. So,
3: of course, I'm talking about Brave Star. Brave uh, Star. Yeah. This was one of those shows that I just thought was so cool as a concept. Um, in its execution, I don't know that it always worked out super well, but the idea of uh, this, what is it, steampunk sort of uh, cartoon about a Native American dude with his horse who can stand on his hind legs and uh, is voiced by Ed Gilbert. <laughs> I always love hearing Ed Gilbert in anything. Yes. but it's such an interesting show. And, and did you know that it was actually sort of a spin-off of Ghostbusters? Oh, nice. It's not officially, but uh the uh, Filmation produced both series and uh the villain Tex-Hex, was designed to be one of Prime, Prime Evil's ghosts in uh Ghostbusters. But the producer liked the design so much that they developed the
2: series with Hex as the main villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great cast too: Pat Fraley, Charlie Adler, uh, Alan Oppenheimer is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good show.
3: Yeah, had a great time watching that. And and strangely, I, I didn't realize this until I was doing research, but this was the last cartoon that was produced by Filmation. No. Uh, the company was purchased by uh, L'Oreal. Of all L'Oreal. companies wow! Um, and uh, they closed the studio down Because they were only interested in the animation library And as, as far as I know L'Oreal still owns the rights To most of Filmation stuff But L'Oreal's major industry is cosmetics Yeah, that's crazy Yeah, but they, they're much bigger than that too So I, I just wish, thought that was kind of cool I wish we
2: could have had Lou Scheimer on the show Before he passed away
3: Yeah, that would be really neat
2: Okay, so here I am my number one favorite cartoon of all time. Well, yeah, I kind of just gave it right there. This, mm-hmm. this one is tied from my number one cartoon of all time. And it was released in 1987. Yep. Of course, I'm talking about this amazing, amazing, amazing show.
0: I ask to have everyone safe and saved. This is my real
1: family. Miss Walters. What a story. Millionaire gives up most prized possession to save his family. Who said I gave up my most prized
0: possession? I got my real lucky dime back. The old switcheroo, and all it cost me was a dime. I didn't get rich by being stupid.
2: Duck Tales, yes, still, uh, still one of the best ever.
3: Mm-hmm. And I didn't even bother uh, picking an audio <laughs> clip for my number one because this is also it, and I knew we would be Yo, on for the same sure. level
2: for sure. So, but <laughs> yeah. instead of instead of going in and talking about the show like we've been doing. Let's mm-hmm. go in and talk about Alan Young, who we just passed, who just passed away just two weeks ago. Oh yeah. Um, so at some point, I do want to give a tribute, a better tribute to him. But we'll just sit and talk about him for a little bit. Of course, he played Scrooge McDuck on the show and and many other versions of like you know Mickey's Christmas Carol, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, most recently, the last thing he did was those Mickey Mouse shorts as Scrooge.
3: Yes. That's true. I mean, Scrooge was kind of his break into animation, and it's, it's fitting that it was also the last character that he probably, I mean, as far as we know, recorded for yeah.
2: Do you have a favorite Scrooge moment on the show?
3: Hmm. Oh, man, I wish I had a, had a minute to prepare for this. I know. Go- I, I, just popped, <laughs> I just
2: popped that one on you. Yeah, you kind of did. Uh, uh, there's, there's, there's so many. First of all, he was the lead yeah. character. He's in every episode. Mm-hmm. So there's just so many good uh, good things to choose from.
3: Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I more than a specific scene, just his personality always sticks out to yeah. me. Whether it's in the comic books or whether it's in the TV series, you know, it's just how selfish and miserly he is, but how he really has a heart of gold deep down underneath it all.
2: Yeah, my uh, one of the things that pops out to me when I think of Scrooge is in the in the pilot episodes, uh, Treasure of the Golden Suns. When Mm -hmm. he gets the gold fever in the final episode of the pilot, how just he gets a hiccup and just goes mad, goes crazy. That just, I just always comes to mind when I think of Scrooge Mm. and I love how Alan portrayed him and that and everything else. Yes, I agree.
3: I agree. And if it weren't for Alan, I've, I've heard that Alan was a large part of the reason why the Mickey's Christmas Carol movie happened. Like he wrote it,
2: I think. I know. I think I do remember seeing his name in the in the credits, other than in the cast. Hmm. Yeah, I believe he was one of the writers to
3: that, but I I'd, I'd have to fact check it. Nice. Uh, Hold on, let me do that real quick.
2: <laughs> well, while you're doing that, what about a favorite um, episode with Scrooge? Like we said, he's in every episode. So, what about your favorite Ducktales episode? I specifically
3: remember. I don't remember the name of the episode right now. Hold on just a minute. I'm sorry. How about you go ahead and talk about your favorite episode first?
2: Fine, fine, fine. Put me on the spot. <laughs> I had time to think about this. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't had not had any think, time to think about it. I think I mentioned this before in the show, either in one of my interviews or on here where I first, of all, there's so many good episodes. Like we said, um, home of sweet Homer comes to mind. I love home of sweet Homer. Yes. Um, I love hotel strange duck. Mm. And then my other favorite would be much Ado do about Scrooge. Ah, Yes.
3: Yeah, all of those are great. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the episode right now, but for me, one of the ones that always comes to mind is uh, the one with the underground, uh, with the
2: earthquakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, with the little marble guys. Yeah, the little marble guys, which is
3: based off of a, a, a comic book. Um, also, love dinosaur ducks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, another one, of which, Earthquake was the, mm. the okay. one with the yeah. uh, earthquakes. And then Micro Ducks from Outer Space is another yeah, one that I remember. Yeah, one. Oh, so many, so many. Yeah. Okay, so you're putting me a lot on the spot. And um, what is your favorite, like, episodic, you know, multiple-part episode from DuckTales? Well, that's so easy.
2: I've already talked about this before in there. It's, I know. It's the pilot episode. You cannot beat The Treasure of the Golden Suns.
3: No, you because really can't. if you
2: merge those together and cut some fat out of it, it's a perfect mm-hmm. movie. It's true. It's true. I'm am a big fan of Super Ducktales. Yeah. Which
3: happened quite a bit later in the series, but that was a fun part. And I, I enjoyed
2: as well. um Catch as Cash Can. That's mm-hmm. a big, that's a mouthful right there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, such a good show. Oh yeah, for sure. So um for honorable mentions I do have Alf the animated series I enjoyed watching that show and we talked about Mighty Mouse the new adventures already that's another big mm-hmm. one of mine and even though I made fun of it last month I really did still enjoy Popeye and Son Yeah It's not a good, good it's not a good show <laughs> but I had fun watching it Sure I mean
3: a lot of that is you know as long as you have fun it doesn't matter if the show's good Yeah um and uh for me I have a honorable mention in it only lasted for two episodes, and I'm not even really sure that it counts as a TV series. Uh, but it was uh, Mad Balls, which was based off of the toy of oh, the yeah. same name. Um, uh, that was fun. Uh, released on two separate VHS tapes. I don't think it ever aired unless it was a primetime special. Wow. And um, also, Dino Saucers was a fun show, too. I don't think I watched those. Yeah, um, I'm not surprised about Madballs, but Dinosaurs lasted for 65 episodes. It was hmm. it was kind of kind of cool, just uh, weird. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, a lot. You know, like in the 80s and 90s, dinosaurs were all the rage, so so they tried to bring them into uh, shows as often as possible. I think.
0: Hi, guys, Freakazoid here. Don't freak out, but Saturday morning rewind will be right back. After a quick word from their sponsor. Oh, and don't forget to fly over to their site at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Are you a fan of DuckTales, Gargoyles, or Tailspin? Then boy, have I got a podcast for you. Hi. I'm Jason, host of DAF Radio. And I'm Matt, the co-host. Join us as we talk about these fan-favorite shows that you grew up with and meet the people that made them. Find us at DAFRadio.net or in your favorite podcasting app. Until next
1: time, enjoy the afternoon.
0: (laughs) Well, back to the show. Guys! Oh, guys!
1: Tim, Gary, guys.
2: Welcome back. Gary, are you ready to sit down and talk about some McDonald's kids meals? Absolutely. I don't know about you, Gary, but especially nowadays, kids meals are just not the same. You remember those classic toys they had in the 80s, especially the 80s. I think even 90s, they kind of went downhill a little bit. But in the 80s especially, they had a ton of, like, Disney afternoon toys inside the kids' meals. Whoa. What was that? Okay, I guess, is that my daughter? I can't tell. Hold on, hold on one second. Whoa, Tim, how's it going, man? What? Jason, what are you doing here, man?
0: Jason,
3: what's going on?
0: I came all the way over from DAF radio. I heard you're talking about McDonald's. Toys, Disney Afternoon. Come on, that's my that's my jam, man. Come on.
2: It's like it's like a day drive. How'd you get here so fast? Uh
0: Scotty and the old transporter. Anyway, so <laughs> So anyway, you're talking about Disney Afternoon. Have you talked about the Rescue Rangers Happy Meal Toys? Oh my gosh. You've got to talk about those. Gary, what do you think about those? I mean, Tim, these things were awesome. And then the Diecast Tailspin Disney Afternoon Happy Meal Toys. You're going to talk about these, right, guys?
2: We're going to talk about our favorites, definitely, and I do have to say that one of those you just mentioned is in my top three favorites of all time.
0: Ooh, I'm interested. Well, listeners, you're just going to have to listen on to find out which one it is. Hmm. All right. You know what? I think I hear Bill Farmer talking back there. I'm going to leave you guys a bee so I can go talk with him. Hey, I'll check you guys out later.
2: Okay, cool. All right, man. Maybe I'll have to interrupt your podcast sometime. Sheesh. Sounds good. all right man good to see you all right bye bye well that was kind of weird but nice it's always nice to see jason you know what i mean
3: yeah yeah definitely
2: but anyways before we were interrupted we were talking about mcdonald's kids meals what are some of your memories of mcdonald's as a kid uh i have so many
3: different memories of mcdonald's it's it's strangely like one of my go-to things as a Whenever I'm feeling nostalgic, I think of Happy Meals and and toys and the McDonald's play place uh, specifically uh, the the boxes, the food. I don't know, it, it's all very uh, charming in my memory. Uh, that and like old television cartoons and and uh, commercials. That's pretty much like my go to happy place.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't have a I don't have a specific memory, honestly, of mm-hmm. of McDonald's. I remember I think most time we ate it was like after church or something. Mm. and going to the drive-thru. And uh, I remember the first time they came out with breakfast burritos, though. I remember that. it was like, <laughs> a breakfast burrito? Who wants that? Right. <laughs> Trend setting. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, the, and we still have them now. I don't yeah. know. If, I just, does McDonald's still have it now? They do. Okay. I don't eat at McDonald's at all anymore. I haven't had McDonald's probably in two years. Well, they did two years ago whenever I ate there. I'll yeah. say that much. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll go in and buy the toys, but that's all yeah. I'll ever get no, in I haven't. There. My, I mean, my kids eat there now and, now and then, but the toys are kind of crap nowadays. They really well, are. Well, most of them. Actually, there's one kind of cool. I, I think the recent ones are kind of cool. The Angry Birds are actually really decent. I was
3: looking at the commercial for those. They look really neat. Yeah, they're and, they're not bad at all.
2: Yeah, and they've done
3: plush, uh, little plush animals in the past like with ty beanie babies and um other stuff uh but they're doing secret life of pets after they finish the current toys they're on which i think is like skylanders or something okay and they're these cute little plush toys and i'm, I'm actually excited to see them bringing that kind of toy yeah formula exactly
2: back. yeah it's cool so um let's start off by talking about our favorite characters from mcdonald's okay. probably the, the commercials themselves okay did you have a favorite um character hmm
3: i well, I always gravitated to uh, Hamburglar as a kid. Um, I don't know why. I guess I was setting myself up for a potential life of crime. <laughs> but uh, on the other side, I always liked uh, Mayor McCheese. So I was a fine line between criminal and mayor.
2: Okay. Well, which you...
3: may be the same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and actually voiced by the same voice actor, at least in the beginning stages of both characters. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So he's actually my favorite, too. Um, Hamburglar is my favorite. Urgently voiced by Howard Morris, and then later taken over by Charlie Adler, friend of the show, yep. and uh, yeah. So Howard is also the voice of Mayor McKees I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know it either.
3: And <laughs> I course, feel like he sort of went away. I don't know. If I, don't know way, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what point.
2: Yeah, I don't remember what point, but I remember Charlie taking over. I, I love Charlie's mm-hmm. version of it because you know it's Charlie. We love Charlie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Buster it's Bunny. True. What well, you can't go wrong with Buster Bunny. That's right. That's right. I, I will have to say that I, I liked Grimace as well. Yep. Yep. He was my second favorite. I mean, I loved all of them, honestly. I can't remember a single one I didn't like, which is rare. Yeah. For me, at least, because usually I find somebody annoying. I even liked Ronald a lot. A lot.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't stand those fried guys. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't remember
2: hating them. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I have no problem with anybody. So, yeah. Here's a little audio that I pulled of Hamburglar.
0: The Disappearing Burgers with Ronald McDonald and Friends. Wow! Hamburglar has a magic kit. Ooh, ooh. Ah, magic. Rubble, rubble,
1: rubble, camera.
0: I should have known you'd have something like that up your oh. sleeve. Rubble, rubble.
1: Oh, God.
0: Oh, mine. Oh, no, you don't. Oops. Now for a little trick. Rubble, rubble? We can all enjoy. Oh, <laughs> it's a good time for
1: the great taste of McDonald's.
2: Of course, nowadays you can't have hamburger because you can't have a, a bad guy in a commercial for kids. That's true. Just like you know, that's like true. Cookie Crisps and oh, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so what? A, what about? Let's we'll just skip all the way to uh, favorite kids meals. Yeah, okay. like toys and boxes and what are your favorite kids meal toys, Gary? Oh man,
3: this this list is so long. I've got like three primary ones and then uh, just a whole bunch of favorites after that so um go ahead and play uh, the audio from the first one
0: calling unit four two faces heading west on never mind batman got him unit six the jokers ramming city hall never mind batman got him be advised one action toy comes with each batman happy meal you buy mcdonald's all units be on the lookout for a Catwoman.
3: never mind as you can tell uh that is from the batman the
2: animated series promotion and that they did in the 90s uh do you remember that one no, because I think that's when I started eating less McDonald's, at least kids' meals, because I would have been, been about 14. That was a cool little eight-figure set. It had four vehicles,
3: which had Robin, Joker, Two-Face, and Poison Ivy, and then uh, four additional like three-inch-tall figurines, which was Catwoman, Riddler, Batman, and Batgirl. And I, for whatever reason, remember this very vividly, probably because I loved the show. And I wanted all the action figures, but they were expensive, uh, the ones from Kenner. So I think I was sort of forced to settle
2: with these eight figures. <laughs> yeah. But but they're still really cool in design. They are. I actually have seen them as of recently, and I'm jealous I never got them. I'm, yeah. su- I'm surprised because I did love – I mean, I still love Batman Animated Series – so mm-hmm. I'm surprised I didn't get it, even though I was a little older. It was during the time where we were moving from Reno to Florida, so maybe something happened. Maybe it was even during our trip where we didn't get fast food. I don't know.
3: Right. Yeah, that's very possible.
2: But uh, what about you? Um, like you said, there's so many. Let's just go ahead and just pick any of them. <laughs> Let's just go <laughs> and, and try this one. When I'm
0: off on my own, this bike will do. When I'm out with a friend, I need a bike built for two. Hi, Hi, but wow. when there are more friends, this is much better. To get us all to McDonald's to enjoy lunch together. They're flying into McDonald's. Rescue Rangers, TV. Now, when you buy McDonald's Happy Meal, you'll get one of four Disney's Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers toys. With parts you can mix to make new toys. McDonald's Happy Meal. You can collect all four.
2: So there you go, Jason and DF Radio fans. Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger toys from McDonald's. I think it was 1989.
3: Yes, I, I think I think that's correct. And those were some really, really cool toys and I don't have mine. Um and that bothers me a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got most of the toys, uh, most of the Happy Meal toys that I've had ever since I was a kid, but there are some that have just disappeared throughout time, and that's those, uh, my Eek the Cat figure no. from parties, No, And just a couple others, like the ones that I really love are gone, and that, that makes me so sad. Well, at
2: least you don't know what happened. I know what happened to all my toys. Yeah. <laughs> mom and dad. Uh I go away, get a job in Yellowstone when I'm 19, go away for the summer, come back, and all my toys are are sold in a garage sale, probably like a dollar for everything. Good lord. Oh, all my Legos are gone. I have a ton of Legos, a ton, like, like three tubs worth of Legos that were gone. Mm. Um, all my Ninja Turtles, all my X-Men toys, my Batman toys, um, oh. G.I. Joe's, everything gone.
3: This... This is a painful story. I don't I like know. this one. I know. <laughs> yeah. It actually, it's like my wife's bitter pill with her parents is that uh, her, she's not quite of the age, but her older siblings had figures from like the very first Star Wars figure line. Yeah. And and then they had all the figures pretty much from Star Wars through uh, Return of the Jedi. And, you know, most of those go for tons of money now, including like the Rancor and the ATAT and et cetera, et cetera. they had all of them pretty much. And uh her parents sold them in a yard sale for like ten bucks to some no, guy. No.
2: Yep, I I've got I've gone through and rebought probably seventy percent of what I had. Mm. So I have a lot of the same but they're not it's not the same. It's not the ones I played with. I
3: know. But wouldn't that be funny? I've always wondered like what would happen if I went into a bookstore and found a book that I'd gotten rid of years ago and it had my initials in it or something.
2: I thought about that too. It's like this toy I buy from eBay could be my toy. Could be. (laughs) But I never
3: wrote my name on my toys, so I I would never know.
2: Yep. You're not Andy. No, I'm not.
3: (laughs) I am not. I am not.
2: Yeah. So anyways, Chippendabra so Rescue Rangers. Um, it's the vehicle ones where you have the the, the characters in the vehicles. And of course my favorite one was Dale because Dale is my favorite character. Of course. Yes. Uh, I loved Monterey. Yep. I mean, I love every character on Rescue Rangers. Oh yeah. Every yeah. character.
3: Yeah. That's, that's completely fair. And, and, in. Uh, and, Honor of Jason. I didn't pick this one, but I have all four of the Tailspin ones, uh, which I didn't like as much as the Rescue Rangers, but I yeah. still have those. Yeah. And uh, they might be a little rusted, but they're pretty cool. Yeah, you know, the
2: tailspins ones weren't as cool because they didn't seem. It doesn't seem realistic. Agreed. You know what I mean? Because the Rescue Rangers, they're small. Looks like they're actually sitting in the vehicle, and and Tailspin is like their faces are on top of an airplane.
3: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Was
2: not as. It was still a good toy, but it's not as good. Yep, I'll agree with that. All right, so what do you have for your choice? I'll go ahead and play the next clip.
0: When you buy McDonald's Happy Meal, you can become the master changer because you'll get a food toy that changes into an amazing robot. Eight different toys, two each week. You can collect and change all eight new food changeables at McDonald's.
2: Okay, hold on. Let me play my number two choice.
0: Our urgent mission on Earth is to stop the Munchoids stealing the Happy Meals. But how? Listen, guys, we break down into microbots to cross the galaxy, okay? Then instead of rematerializing big, let's duplicate ourselves. So that everyone gets one of us in their Happy Meal and we'll beat
1: the Munchoids.
0: Each week there'll be a different one of us in every McDonald's Happy Meal and the box will transform too. Good work, Fry. But hurry, prepare to transfer. <laughs>
2: So yeah, we pretty much picked the same thing, but just kind of a different year.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny how that worked. Um, and I'm wondering if it's going to happen with the next one too. But... Oh, even yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, yeah, these these food changeables. I, I think they did them four or five times. I remember at least at least three during my generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember I remember I think four. So who knows yeah. if they went.
3: If I'm missing one, but they were just so cool and so basic, but
2: yeah, but I mean, obviously, obviously taking everything from, I I say it's more Gobots than transformers. Yeah. Cause it's easy to change. exactly, <laughs> And their faces look very, very similar.
3: Yeah. That's, that's very true. And, uh, I don't know if they had a promotion with Hasbro at that time. I'm guessing not. No, cause. I don't think so. Cause I think they would have gone transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. And in a way I'm kind of glad that they didn't. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And
3: it wasn't until, I think, Rise of Cobra or maybe a little bit before that they had a, a promotion with hmm, G.I. Joe. Interesting. So I don't know who had the Hasbro stuff, but I don't remember anyone making no. anything for He-Man or Transformers or G.I. Joe no. or any
2: of those. But yeah, Food Change was my... I remember it from 1989, and in my year of getting it, there was the Big Mac, the ice cream cone, the hamburger, and the fries. Which ones mm-hmm. do you remember the most? Uh, I remember the... Well,
3: it's kind of weird. I remember the dinosaur changeables. You see, I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, yeah. The It was an ice cream cone that was a little blue dinosaur. I remember the Happy Meal box that turned into a uh, stegosaurus, I think. And uh, pterodactyl, or uh, hotcakes. Remember when McDonald's had the uh, breakfast boxes, yeah. now, like I the styrofoam hotcakes? I
2: remember seeing that one. That's probably my, the coolest looking one, I think, out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. That that was my favorite as a kid. My favorite out of the ones I mentioned probably... I think it had the Big, uh, Big Mac. I think I remember really enjoying the Big mm. Mac one and the and the Fry one. Yeah. I mean, they're all cool, though.
3: Yeah, without a doubt.
2: All right, so number one, I, I would I would assume it's probably the same thing. Uh, I don't know, actually. Okay, but... then, no, that's probably not. Then. If you, it, I'm I'll play yours. it was let's go to yours. Okay. Okay, so here's Gary's favorite Happy Meal toy.
0: Now your kids can play with ten McDonald's McNugget Buddy toys, uh-huh. each with a removable costume to change and rearrange. They get one McNugget Buddy with each Happy Meal you buy. Two Buddies are available each week. McNugget Buddy toys at McDonald's.
2: That's a great one. It's in my honorable mentions. I did love that because that that they did that. I don't know. I can't even count how many times they did those. Yes. Yeah, so there's so ahead. many different ones, and I thought they were really cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I had fun with those, and and they got more and more elaborate as the series went on. And anytime that I heard that they were doing them, I made it a point to go get them. Yeah. So
2: I have like a, probably. Maybe a shoebox full of those things. Wow. My favorites were the Halloween versions. Yes, same here. Okay. Yeah, the Dracula, I remember playing with that one quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yep, I had that one, and there was a mummy. Mm -hmm. Yep, and And the witch.
3: Yep, yep. My favorite one was actually, I think probably from the last series that they did, it was a rock star, and uh, he had, like, green spiky hair that was, like, translucent so you could see through it. Oh, that's cool. And clear shades that looked like Bono's shades, kind wow. of. Wow, <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was pretty detailed.
2: Okay, so let's play my favorite kids. I'm surprised you didn't have this one anywhere. I mean, I, um, it's I, probably in my honorable mentions. Probably, but maybe it's also because you weren't alive when the first version of it came out. Maybe uh, it's possible. I don't know. All right, so here's my pick for my favorite.
0: McDonald's presents
1: presents. Did
2: someone say
0: presents? A present for Mom. I once got a present.
2: Wow, <laughs> a special delivery.
0: I'll look for the present somewhere else.
1: When you buy your kids McDonald's Happy Meal featuring Muppet Babies, they get a Muppet Babies figure with a push toy. Different Muppet Babies can share. Plus, neat cutouts on the box. Kermit serves up McDonald's Happy Meal featuring Muppet Babies. Collect all four, including Mom. <laughs>
2: So Muppet Babies, it was in the, you were alive. It was 1988.
3: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Um, that was a great promotion, and
2: yeah, it's definitely on my honorable mentions list. I want to say it was earlier than I think it must have been re-released because I. Oh yeah, no, no, I have here my notes. 1986 was the first release. Really? Yeah, 86. So what year were you born? Uh, 87. Okay, so that's why. Yeah. It was re-released at least three times. The the last version of it was then a little older like on bigger bicycles yeah and then the first two were identical to what i'm talking about to where um it's got gonzo and kermit and kermit's on a skateboard and gonzo's on a a tricycle Mm -hmm. and uh, those are two that i always played with my brother and i my brother mark and i we actually um during the summertime i think it was or maybe even during school time i don't remember but we went to the ymca to be that was our babysitters of ymca and him and i were in the playground just playing Muppet Babies for hours. It seems like hours. Might not be hours. But we are just out there forever. He had the Kermit. I had the Gonzo. And it was just so much fun. I love those toys.
3: Yeah, they were very cool. I, I wound up with uh, Gonzo and Miss Piggy uh, through my cousin, who was a little bit older than me. And um, I never had the other two, uh, which I love. I love the Fozzie with his yeah, <laughs> roll-along with... roll Trojan horse looking. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, very similar to these and probably ones that I remember
2: more clearly were the Garfield line. Yeah, was, Garfield was great. Yeah, Garfield on a little red moped. And it was too Jeep. much it, – it's almost a tie between all these small vehicle toys. Agreed. And because even the DuckTales one, the DuckTales one was amazing. It's almost the same where Scrooge is driving a car and the, the nephews are like on a, like a ski or whatever, a jet yep. ski. Mm-hmm. And uh, Webby is – what's Webby doing? The tricycle probably? She is, yeah. Okay. I feel like it's probably the same tricycle. Probably. That, uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, big fan of the Muppet Babies and and pretty much all the vehicle toys. And I guess I, I would be remiss to skip over the fact that you know their big promotion since the beginning has been Hot Wheels, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Hot Wheels and Barbie and. Uh, I was telling my wife the other day cause I was going through the, you know, just like pictures and I was pointing I'm like, I had that one, I had that one. And she's like, I noticed you're pointing at a lot of Barbies. And I said, <laughs> I ate at McDonald's a lot. When I ran out of Hot Wheels, I wanted a toy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I wound up with like six of the Hot Wheels and three of the Barbies at the end of the day. So good excuse. Um, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs>
2: but, uh, I
3: guess, should we talk about honorable mentions
2: now? Uh, yeah, I have one. I have two, actually. I already mentioned DuckTales, because okay. that one's pretty much tied with my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. My other one was the Halloween Pumpkin Pails. Mm, yes, yes. They still do, I think, even now. They do, yeah. I actually just threw out one with Scooby-Doo and the
3: gang on it ah. that I had no real use for. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, I loved both of those. And I personally uh, loved the Adventures in Epcot series that they did which had uh, Goofy, Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, Donald, Pluto, Chippendale, and uh, they were all in different themes, like uh, Goofy was a Nordic Viking, Mickey was dressed as Uncle Sam. Uh, They were all from different regions, and uh, it was the characters in costume. Uh, I also have to throw out the Spider-Man animated series uh, toys that they did. They did a Mighty Max promotion, which I loved. Uh, Mighty Max and Polly Pocket, and yes, I did have both. Um, <laughs> the Animaniacs toys, uh, Tiny Toon Adventures—they uh, had flipping cars. There were just so many good toys. Yep, agreed. In addition to the toys, I, I'm, I'm sure you remember the Batman Forever drinking glasses. Oh yeah, the etched
2: glass <laughs> ones. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, those. yeah. For a movie that's really just average, those glasses are really cool. They are cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the I had the Riddler one. And the Batman one. I, too, had
3: Batman and the Riddler one. Yeah. I actually have the Riddler one sitting
2: behind me. Um,
3: I don't use it for drinking, though. Uh, It's full full of dust, I'm certain, after all these (laughs) years. (laughs) But uh, I was kind of, as I was doing research on the toys, I came across uh, Happy Meals in different regions, and uh, I thought some of these were pretty funny. And French Canada, and I apologize to anyone from these regions because I'm probably going to butcher your language, but uh, in French Canada, it's called Joyo Festin, huh. which means happy feast. In Latin America and Puerto Rico, it's known as the Cajita Feliz, which means happy little box. And uh, in Brazil, it's known as the McLanchi Feliz, uh, which is the happy McSnack. Happy and McSnack. Uh, there's several wow. others, but I just think it's so funny, the uh, translations.
2: That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. So do you you remember – you're probably even too young for this. Do you remember when they used to sell VHS movies at McDonald's? I do, yeah. That's where my uh, copy of Back to the Future came from. Yep, I was going to say I got Back to the Future there. I got uh, um, Dances with Wolves and um, Field of Dreams. Mm, Yes. I, I remember that promotion. That was a lot of fun. I found some audio of one of the commercials too.
0: Cool. For the holidays, McDonald's brings you the movie classic Field of Dreams. If you build it, he will come.
1: For just six ninety nine, while supplies last, with the purchase of any large sandwich or extra value meal. So visit your local
3: McDonald's today. Mm. Yep. That's a great audio clip.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised I found that. I forgot all about it until I was looking at McDonald's. Like, oh yeah, I bought movies there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny because jumping back to the Happy Meals just for a minute, whenever I was a kid, they put out, uh, I think it was Halloween-themed uh, cassette tapes. And uh, I actually had those somewhere, and I wish that I knew where they were so I could pull the audio for this episode, Uh but it was like Ronald and his friends, just like a a little 20-minute cassette tape episode, Uh, Adventures in Halloween with scary sound effects. Oh, that's cool. There there was a road trip one for the summer
2: and all sorts of stuff. you got to find it. you got to find it, pull audio from it.
3: I definitely will,
2: and we'll post it to YouTube or something. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't want to get another strike oh (laughs) well uh, yeah that's why i've been a little i've been a little quiet on youtube lately because i am i think two strikes away only because i have one strike that's it just one strike from i want to say hasbro maybe Mm. yep so i don't post as much there now because i'm about to create more original content which that's what we need to do anyway yeah yeah so follow us on youtube for some original content coming very
3: soon that sounds good, and maybe we'll upload the audio to the Facebook page from the
2: cassettes or something. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that.
3: We don't have any strikes there yet. No, nope, so. no strikes there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all so, right, let's let's play a little game.
3: Okay. Well, actually, I just speaking of games, I have one more thing I wanted to talk about. Well, right all first. right, let's play a little game. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> with uh, with uh, just McDonald's in
2: general. Are you aware of the video game market that they tried to tap into? Oh, that's right. No, I'm, I'm aware of it, but I never played any of the games.
3: Yeah, so they released three that I'm going to just briefly talk about. Uh, one of them was called uh, Met Kids, and it was released in 1992 for the Nintendo, where you could play as uh, the titular characters Mick and Mac. Uh, it was basically uh, just the two of them. They uh, are... Spoken to from what I remember of the opening sequence, like in a dream, Ronald comes to them and asks them to help him find his magical bag of tricks, which, by the way, if that ever happened to me in real life, I would not help him. I would see a shrink. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) basically, you go through all these different worlds uh, and you're trying to uh, collect little M's that, uh, you know, it's all about product placement in this game, much like the Ninja Turtles arcade game with Pizza Hut. Uh Uh-huh. And basically at the end of the level, you you find these little cards and as you go through, you progress and you meet up with like Birdie and Hamburglar and Grimace and all of them and you help them fight a boss at the end of all these worlds. And this game is colorful and vibrant and the music is amazing. So I would recommend you find that game somewhere and play it. I won't. <laughs> well, you know, fine. But uh, <laughs> one that I would not recommend that you... Uh, follow find and play is the follow-up to that one which was also released in 1992 for the sega genesis so you've got late nintendo and early sega uh both involving mick and mac this one's called global gladiators uh and it is basically a recycling game which you would never expect from mcdonald's but basically you're running around slime planets because it's earth that's not true They,
2: they put a lot of recyclings into their hamburger beef (laughs) <laughs> so it's not they—they they care about recycling.
3: <laughs> ah, touche, touche. But it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a. I don't like this game. Um, well, that one sounds this, amazing.
2: I think I'll get that one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that sounds
3: good. Well, the—the the one thing that I do like about it is a bonus game where you—it's literally recycling. Like cans, bottles, and newspapers fall from the sky, and you have to run around and pick them up and throw them into the right receptacles. Um, but yeah. the actual game itself is kind of difficult and i've never made it past the first world which it does not make sense to me with a kids game but to me the 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 final treasure of all of these is mcdonald's treasure land adventure released for the sega genesis which i have actually done a review of uh on saturdaymorningrewind.com in the review section so i won't say much about it go read my review Mm -hmm. uh but it is a fun game starring ronald and all the characters and i'll leave it at that but it's it's a great time sweet yep
2: so on to other game 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 time game time all right so i created a stupid intro did i play did i play it last time i don't remember
3: i don't think so i
2: I had it but i don't think i played it and it's bad it's really really bad (laughs) well you've heard the the intro from earlier right (laughs) oh this is so bad so here we go here's my little theme okay on your mark get set go these two teams are competing against each other each month. Can they guess the reversed theme song? Or can they guess which cartoon it was? Tune in each month, only on Saturday Morning Rewind. And now, it's game time! <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> But that's why I play it because it's so good that it's it's I mean it's so bad it's so good. Right? That's no, right. That's I saw you,
3: I saw you channeling your inner Harvey there. That was that was impressive. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna play that ever again, by the way. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first and the only time, folks. I was bored, I wanted to come up with something and that's what I came <laughs> up with and you'll never hear it again.
3: Well, I like it for what it is, and I never want to hear it again. Yeah.
2: Okay, so Gary, you're going to go first. I want you to play a theme for me backwards, and i got to guess it.
3: Okay. Go ahead and play...
2: Any of them, right? Any of them, yeah. Any of them. All right, here we go. Reversed five seconds of a theme song.
1: Let's
2: play it one more time. I think I know what it
3: is.
2: Is it Pinky in the brain?
3: Yes. Oh yes. Yeah, I thought I thought that one might be a little difficult It, it was, but I, but I can hear
2: it. I can hear talking kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Towards not really singing. Here's the original version. We'll over the, world, the, pinky and
1: the brain. Yes,
2: pinky and the- Yeah, I heard a deep voice and That was a a tougher one. That was a tougher one.
3: Yeah, well, I'm I'm trying to step it up, but keep it, (laughs) well, semi-obvious
2: at the same time. (laughs) All right, here's what I got for you. Okay.
1: Hmm. Once more? Hmm.
2: Come on, you can get this. Is it... Uh, Tiny Toons? No. No.
1: Come
2: on in, come to the mic where fun never oh. come on in, it's time to... Yeah, Gary. I'm yep. sorry. I thought that was a little... You love Garfield. I do, I do. And uh, it's funny, I almost
3: picked that one for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't listen to it in reverse. Yeah. So I, I just heard the multiple voices and I... I heard... Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. All right, so here's one for me. I'm gonna take a guess. Okay. Here's what you picked for me. (laughs) Wow. That's a tough one. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's do it.
3: Listening to it now, I don't think I would. Yeah.
2: Let's listen to it one more time. I hear the word races, but I know it's backwards. So what can they be saying? <laughs> I'm gonna say wacky races. I don't know. No. What? Okay, I'll Go play. I'll play it forward. Oh. You.
1: Where are you?
2: That's weird. I'll play it back because you can hear the word races. I know it's backwards, so it wouldn't be wacky races.
1: Here it is. races? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: a Lacky hard races, one. Uh, sister series, Crazy yeah. Races. I love, I love that show. So that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't All get right. one. I didn't get one. You, you, you got started. me. All right. Here's your next one. Okay.
3: I don't even need a second take on that one. That is uh,
2: <laughs> the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Good job. Here's the original version good job thank you thank you all right let's see how you do on uh, the next one my last one for this month uh, here we go oh man that's a tough one man <laughs> <laughs> winnie the pooh this, New this is pooh. two months in a row this is no it is we've the same one <laughs> Let's <laughs> we'll see what your version sounded like straight through.
1: Of mine. I, because-
2: I like how we both picked like two separate parts of it, though two totally different tones. I know. To where if it wasn't for his, if it wasn't for his voice, we would, we probably wouldn't know what it was because was so similar of a voice.
3: Hmm. Yeah. And if if you if you hadn't just heard the one that you picked for me, you might have been stumped by yeah. that. I assume, which is why I sort of left the little flute. Uh,
2: thing in there. The whoosh, whoosh. Ah. Plus, that's the same backwards and forwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Alright, your last one.
3: Okay. That would be Transformers. You got it. Yeah! I'm getting better at this game.
2: Alright, so you have a grand total... How many did you get last time? I think you got, you got one last time, right? I got one, yeah. So you have three, uh-huh. and I have five. I'm getting better at this game. You are. You're catching up. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that's fun. It is fun. It's always enjoyed. It's, it's something fun to do to close out the episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. So. I guess that's about it, well, huh? No, it's
3: sad. I got to say goodbye. I know. It's oh, so hard to say goodbye.
2: There's always. There's always next month, right? that's right yeah so remember <laughs> and we'll see each other next month oh that's true in hollywood mm-hmm. that's scary <laughs> we don't have to be as scared this time it's true You're we right. know each other yeah
3: yeah but you cut your hair yeah. so it's a little weird <laughs> that's true that's true i am recording for the first time with a short haircut no wonder you sound so much better i know i feel
2: youthful and vibrant <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Make sure to tune in July 1st for my Kevin Conner interview. You do not want to miss out on that. And remember to go to the Voice Actors Rock concert event on July 17th. 17th. (laughs) Go, go. Use Saturday 20 for your promo code to get $20 off. And we'll hope to see you guys there. Looking forward to it. Yep. And we'll see you guys next month.
1: Thanks for listening to a Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check him out on Facebook and Twitter. That's all, folks.